Gerald and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Dave's mind yourself now. Mind yourself now. Mind yourself now. Mind yourself now. Believe it or not, we're coming into the time of the year when the evenings get brighter, camps are starting back up again, and physical activity for kids is back on the cards. But what do you do? The kids are more about Twitch than tennis. Let's face it, some of them are. Aoife Lee from Parent Support is here to explain how you can encourage physical activity. Good morning, Aoife. Good morning, Dave. I will say, first of all, uh, how was the first morning uh, post the stupid clocks going, the stupid forward, uh, trying to get the kids out of school and all that? Three kids, myself and my husband. I mean, it was literally peeling ourselves up out of the bed. It was all grand yesterday morning. Yeah, Because sure. it was Sunday, yeah. you know. But Monday, um, yeah, there was a lot of tired heads, including myself, I will admit. So Definitely. Our Sean, our Sean producer has been given out about the day, like saving switch since, since he came in this morning and I had a 13 year old today text me going I'm too sick to go to school aka I'm too tired to go to school but I think he was kicked out the door yes um, yeah. but look activity is important obviously for children we know that yeah. but some people can really struggle to kind of motivate their kids to get up off the couch and you know sometimes the dark evenings are a, a way of giving in and going oh fine it's rainy and cold you don't have to go out. but yeah. now that it's getting brighter we need to figure out ways to motivate them and move them I know and, and you know I think in fairness for a lot of families it is important um, and to try and get the kids busy and I think it depends on the ages and stages of the kids mm. what they enjoy um, but no matter what, just trying to get them out, stretching the legs, getting the bit of fresh air. And we all can see it for anyone that listening this morning. We can all see the difference. It's those happy endorphins that kick in, including ourselves. We totally. feel way better. And like you say, it's coming up to the Easter holidays or brighter evenings. And, you know, I think while we want to encourage how to, it's also helpful to kind of get our heads around well, what actually prevents our kids. Yes. Um, and it doesn't have to be a club sport. No. Um, you know, because not all kids are into it. But that being said, you know, they get, you know, they're busy in their school day um, and, you know, you're trying to encourage whether it be at home or the weekends. But competition can play a big part in kids avoiding getting involved. Um, right. So being up in a, in a situation where you're graded on the A team, the B team, the C team, or you're faster than this person or you're a better tennis player or whatever it is. Yeah. For some kids, that can just be a negative. It's a little bit daunting yeah. and intimidating mm. to a point where our kids will avoid. Right. And in the parents' eyes, like, oh, they're just not interested. But as we know, even in a, a set of siblings, some can just get stuck in. It really drives them. It really encourages them. And they may have that competitive nature. Whereas their sibling beside them, it might be a whole different ball game. So totally. I think it's it's important to kind of look at, well, what do they actually really enjoy? Because as we know, when we're enjoying something, we'll, we'll stick with it. Yeah. So what kind of other options then are there for kids who don't love that club organised competitive scenario? I mean, mountain biking with your with your parents or whatever I mean there's things you can do just individually as a family aren't there? Absolutely and even when it comes to looking at the individual interests because our kids will have different abilities different interests and it's kind of sitting down with the kids and looking at what, what would you really enjoy mm. and being physically active is one thing but it could be in a creative uh, means of like yeah. dance and incorporating music and I know for us in our house and it's it's interesting in comparison but for our older kids it was always and they're kind of preteens, teenagers now it was always the park and the playground yeah. and 
actually over COVID, um, dare I mention the word, mm. but um, during lockdown, it was we were, were fortunate enough to live beside the Dublin Wicklow Mountains. So we just headed up Walking, um, to hiking. the forest and the mountain. And our five-year-old now, that's what he loves and that what that's what he knows. So the fact that, I suppose in some respects, we put it out there as something to do, it was just, yeah. It kind of created the, the interest there. Yeah, a little yeah, bit no, of Yeah, no, I totally interest. get that. And I mean, like, you're, you're right what you said earlier on about how, you know, the endorphins will, will rage. I mean, like, I've, I've two of the four kids who are always reluctant to do one of the activities that's happening. Yeah. And then when they come back, they are buzzing. Yeah. But, but every, doesn't matter, every week it's still the same battle and the tears and I don't want to go and I come back. I love it. This is my favorite thing ever. Like, I'm so happy. Do you want to go next week? No. no. And you know, you know, like, but they do. They get so much out of it when they do it. Yeah. I mean, there's no point forcing our kids to do something they don't want to do. Mm. But at the same time, it's it's creating a kind of a healthy attitude. So offering and setting healthy attitude, even towards food, exercise and well-being, that will encourage um, that kind of positive attitude yeah. as such. Makes um, sense. So it's creating those... Um, happy, healthy, positive family, you know, um, habits. Yeah, and then as they get older, it is difficult, isn't it, that, like, sometimes the kids will just grow out of of interests and you have to fight back against that a little bit, don't you? Yeah, well, like, as our kids get older, and again, I've kind of pre-teen and teenager, and for anyone that maybe is struggling a little bit with, with that, it's important to look at, you know, and the differences um, that that happen over time for our our older kids. You know, they start, their interests start to change, their peers, their activities. They also, there's a lot of change physically, emotionally, Mm. hormonally, and that kind of essentially can impact feelings, emotions and motivation. Yeah. Um, Also, for older kids, they become more self-aware and self-conscious and you know, we're seeing a lot of young girls, teenagers dropping out of sports as such because it's just what kind of feels right for them but it's it's having that understanding of maybe the reasons why and, and that can be some of those. Totally, yeah. And I mean, even like the rugby team now having the black shorts, for example, you know, for yeah. periods and things just makes such yeah. a difference to to see that and see that as an option. And then with the football, see our, our, our girls qualifying yes. for the World Cup, there's the role model element. There's the understanding of the female body being different than the male body. There's yeah. so many things that are now coming into place. You can understand why over decades we've had that dropout that you talk about. That yeah. now we can we can attack that in a different way and show everybody, no, it doesn't matter. Mm. It doesn't matter what gender you are. You just you can find a sport or find an activity, whatever it is, yeah. that suits you and is geared towards you and not just the female version of the male version. That's or it. Or the younger version of the old version or the weaker version of the stronger version. Like, you know, everything can be tailored to the group that are doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned there about being a role model. Like, as the parents, the adults, we don't have to be hitting the gym every night of the week or pounding the roads. It's just trying to keep things simple and accepting that all our kids are very different. And, you know, you mentioned even there about, I heard you earlier on the show talking about the Ireland and France game. Yeah. Uh, my son and, and uh, husband went to uh, the Ireland and Latvia game last week and you know what it was just more an opportunity to kind of spend a bit of time together now totally. my eldest lad loves a, a bit of football but um, you know that was that kind of football for him came into his life earlier for my daughter she was 10 before she really saw like basketball was her sport right. and I think it took a while as yeah. adults we do put ourselves under pressure think we have to get them into something we have to kind of get them going and it can just take 
just longer. And what's, I think, for the, the adults, it's, you know, the parents provide the child decides, but obviously with some positive reinforcement and encouragement that goes along with. Makes sense. Uh, there's a text in that says, my 11-year-old wants to give up a sport, says I'm forcing her to do it. What do I do here? Please help. It's a difficult one. So the ad, uh, the child thinks that the that adult... The adult is forcing them to do it, even though they're saying they don't want to do it. But it is ob- obviously the sport that, that that girl is doing. I think rather than shooting down straight away and really putting the guards up and, and fighting corners, I would say, look, see the season out. Like, mm. a, you know, a lot of seasons might be yeah, coming to an end. Or I, need, yeah, yeah. I know the GAA, sometimes they kind of go through the yeah. summer months. But try and remember, she's at that vulnerable age now. She yeah. is essentially a preteen. She's possibly going through puberty. And she's again coming back coming back to feeling more self-aware and self-conscious. So I think acknowledging that look, at I do get it, I do understand. But how about we come to some kind of a compromise here? Mm. Because you don't want her to be absolutely dreading it and no. worrying about it either. Yeah, no, there's a balance to be struck there. There's no, there's no easy answer, unfortunately. But no. uh, look, you can follow Aoife. She is at Parent Support on Instagram and parentsupport.ie is the website. Uh, some nuggets of wisdom, I'm sure, are going up there. So if you get a chance, go and follow Aoife on Instagram and find out all the stuff. Aoife, as always, thanks for coming in. Thank you very much. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.